I would like to go back to blind when you say the maximum performance, and especially when mm -hmm. coming to soft robotics. Sometimes it's a challenging that you have high performance with a fast response, and it's challenging to have. There's a trade off between the high performance mechanical, maximum mechanical performance, and fast response, mm -hmm. and taking account the morphology of the, the muscle of the, or soft robot. How you can, and taking account also safety, as you say, you want a safety factor here. So how you can see the trade-off between these four elements to design a uh, soft robot or, for example, scenario muscle for... for so I think for what's very important for fast response is that you don't do feedback response. So you, mm. I mean, feedback response only happens when you're ready, when the event which requires a response has already happened. You, we need to become much more predictive. And, Humans are incredibly good at prediction in the end. Um, there's a reason, I mean, we have such long delays, we wouldn't be able to do anything without our ability to predict things. Like, uh, let's say you hold an object in your hand. Um, if you weren't able of actually predicting the onset of slip and counteracting it, then you would have no possibility, for example, to. Um, you would have no possibilities just to do this by feedback because when it's just going a signal going from your hand to mm. the brain is 80 milliseconds going back is another 80 milliseconds and then 160 milliseconds the object has long escaped your hand um, or has long started to move too fast so it's not we, we can't do this by feedback control we quite clearly do need um, it to predict and for table tennis um, for example, it's it's even more straightforward. Mm. We have one, in the end, we want to predict the ball that we want to hit in the air. So that basically means we need to predict a good trajectory for hitting. But if you just want to hit a point, well, then we would again have to be very accurate about that point it's on. So what should we do instead? Well, we should actually predict something which is robust. So for example, a trajectory which maximally overlays a racket trajectory which maximally overlays with the ball trajectory and which is done in such a way that you're decelerating while you're actually hitting the ball in which case you get this very very robust response and surprisingly a response which is much much better than anything you can do by control and, and very accurate future trajectory planning since even the inaccuracies you have when you when you don't have uh, when you're not going for the robust scenario, mm -hmm. you know, they can already kill you in that, uh, in that domain. And mm -hmm. I think that's a, that's a very important lesson. Um, in muscle-based design, I do think using antagon antagonistic actuation and then relaxing one muscle while having the other one and still stiff, for example, gives you, uh, gives you a very, very robust response. On the one hand, you're getting very high accelerations out of it, since you have kind of the measure of a catapult. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, when you're now hitting the environment, then in this case, you you basically, you also have a relatively safe interaction again. And um, since you don't have so much energy stored in, in kinetic motion, but much more just in the well, contraction of the muscle, which um, hasn't fully happened yet. So you're, you're getting a much more stable 
you're getting a much you're getting a much less dangerous interaction with the environment. Mm -hmm. I think it's also interesting now the trend about using multi-layer materials, one stiff and one compliant to make this actuation. Yes. I think that's an interesting area for research.